Hello and welcome to Misunderstood, the show for all you culturally and politically misunderstood ladies, gents, or non-binary folks. In this week's episode, we discuss Lizzo, who often sports minimal clothing while complaining about being hypersexualized. We also address the claim that porn may be making people dumber and call out Emrata's hypocrisy for calling herself a feminist while dating Brad Pitt, who allegedly abused his wife and kids. We also unpack all the trendy labels the kids are identifying with these days. But first, our patented culture shock moment of the work. Turk it a work, Kurt. <laughs> so, um, everyone's favorite uh, woman, mm. right? Woman. Woman. Uh, her name is Dylan. <laughs> Recently uh, did a video about how Herm wants to be a mom one day. Mummy. Um, <laughs> am I getting any of that right? I, I think it was all... <laughs> completely wrong uh, <laughs> because Dylan is a man. Right. Um, I'm just kidding. Yeah. So it's interesting. So Ulta Beauty, as some of you may know, I think it's more popular in, in America. Yeah, it's like, it's kind of like, like a Sephora. Sephora. Yeah. Anyway, they hired Dylan to be their, the face of like a spokesperson for the company. So there's like a little interview here. We'll show you a clip from it. It's interestingly enough, two males talking about <laughs> female products. Take it away. <laughs> Now I know I can find love. I know I can still be a performer. I know that I can have a family. I want to be a mom one day. And I absolutely can. And that's why the narrative still has a long way to go. Because when I was grieving Boy Dylan, I didn't know those things were even accessible to me. No. Why is it? Why is it? Why? No, like, <laughs> just looking the visuals of that. It's just a lot for me. I know. It's just like two gents sitting at a table wearing a ton of makeup being like, I can absolutely be a mother. I'm a girl for sure. I'm going to be a mom one day. Like, no. You, you're literally you never going to be a mom. You could be a guardian. And I honestly hope that you're not. <laughs> I hope so too. I hope that. Well, even Bruce Jenner's kids, oh, I guess Caitlyn Jenner's kids, call Caitlyn dad. Do they? Yes. That makes sense. Because that it's, is their dad. Yeah. Like, I'm. you can't. I'm sorry, it's true. They have a mom. They have a mom already. And whoever um, gives Dylan a baby will have a mom too, and it won't be Dylan. No. Dylan, you're not going to be you a mom. You can be a guardian to a really nice dog. But what a slap in the face to all of us women folk who well, want to buy beauty products from this company, and it's like you literally are making fun of women. Like yeah. you're making Honestly, fun of us. Honestly, though, I do use Anastasia Beverly Hills um, eyebrow gel, and that's one of the brands that is represented on RuPaul's Drag Race. And I would say, <laughs> what a be what better like endorsement than having a man turn into a woman before your very eyes? And it's like, wow, if that dude can look pretty with this makeup. I surely can pull God something willing. together. Yeah, yeah. God willing. No, I I mean, I don't mind if guys want to wear makeup. No, yeah, of course not. There's nothing wrong it with that. It is funny to see two men sit there and being like, But mm -hmm. it, the beauty industry. Lady problems. Exactly. And it's like the, the industry is catered toward women for the most part. Again, most women wear makeup, I, you know. Or most people that wear makeup are women. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So I, I just think it's kind of laughable that this is a marketing ploy. I feel like it's going to fail. I mm. think it'll backfire. Anyway, Dylan. They could have had one girl in there just for like. And maybe don't have a beard. <laughs> like just maybe don't get rid of the beard. The beard guy. Yeah. I don't know. That's okay. Okay. Well, God speak. bless. 
Speaking of interesting. Yeah. Speaking okay. of interesting. Lizzo says racism is why Roe v. Wade was overturned and black women are <laughs> hypersexualized all the time. So this is two huge whammies. <laughs> a lot in a one huge, headline. It's a lot. So um, I don't know who watched that uh, Kanye West interview with Tucker Carlson last week or two weeks ago. Um, but on the racism Roe v. Wade topic, I think it's important to point out that it is true what Kanye West said that in New York, New York more black babies are aborted than are born. Mm -hmm. So when you talk about Black Lives Matter, mm -hmm. you're not. Uh, we all know that these people are not including the unborn in that. But like, what is less racist than trying to save black babies? Yeah, well, from being murdered in and, the womb. And we've talked about this on the show before, but we know that Planned Parenthood, which you know they are basically the reason behind so many abortions in the United States. It That, that organization came to be because of eugenics. Mm -hmm. Margaret Sanger was a white supremacist who mm -hmm. wanted to get rid of people who were not white. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, a racist up, like it's, it's racist roots in the organization. Yeah. I don't know yeah. how overturning that is it all racist? Yeah. I don't understand. Apparently, I don't understand. Lizzo donated $500,000 to Planned Parenthood and the National Network of Abortion Funds after Roe v. Wade was overturned. Like, I, I don't like I don't see how that helps anybody, not just because she's trying to fund abortions, but it's like, you know, that by giving money to Planned Parenthood in a state that has now made abortion illegal, that doesn't that doesn't change anything. No. And. Anyways. Yeah. No, there's <laughs> like, a lot. What? There's a lot there. There's a lot. Um, and then on the hypersexualized part, it's, I mean. It's rich. It's rich because you're on stage twerking, wearing next to nothing, and then you're confused about why people mm -hmm. might be hypersexualizing you. Mm -hmm. I don't, how do you come to that? Like, of course they are. Of co You're naked. Yeah. You're naked. Any, um, like, a man has eyes. Yeah. He's going to see and he's going to look. I think that women need to be the gatekeepers of their own sexuality. So, like, if I want to be sexualized, I will be sexualized. Yeah, and you know what you're doing. Exactly. And yeah. if I don't want to be sexualized, I will dress like Nat and Cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you want I will to wear a opposite. big fleece shirt. <laughs> yes. I dress in a way that appeals only to women. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> and she's adorable. But she's like... Not trying to be sexualized, and you can tell because of these giant sleeves and this high collar. Like it's not hard to not to choose not to be sexualized. It's true. We own that. Yeah. If I want to be sexualized, we would do the show naked. We would do it all. Yes, we would do it in many different ways. <laughs> There's a lot of options for us. There. <laughs> and it's, it's funny though because she she complains about how as a flat a fat black woman, this country's never gone forward. And it's like kind of rich when you say that as you walk onto your you know private plane yeah. <laughs> wearing next to nothing. I mean, you've been afforded so many privileges because you're American. America is mm -hmm. like they call it the American dream for a reason. There's no mm -hmm. Canadian dream. No. Let me tell you. No. Uh, the Canadian dream is moving to America. Mm -hmm. So I mean I don't get how you get to sit here and complain about how hard your life's been when you're literally one of the most famous people yeah. on earth. You have in like insurmountable wealth yeah. and a private jet yeah. to boot. And I think that there's there's a lot there, but it's just very ironic. But like moving on to the next one, the yeah. next one, it it really follows what Nat was just saying because Lizzo talks about how she's not making money for sorry, not making music for white people, and it's just interesting because she says the thing is when a black artist reaches a certain level of popularity, it's going to be predominantly white crowd. Yeah, Lizzo, because literally only fourteen percent of the population of America, according to a twenty eighteen census. Mm -hmm. 
is African American. Yeah. So unless you only want 14% of the population of America to listen to your music, you're gonna have to appeal to white people as well. And what a slap in the face to any person, any white person who supports who, her music. Who likes her music. Yeah, I, it's it's so true. I mean, uh, if you, like if you're an, she's an American, okay? You grow up in America. That's that's what unites you with these people. Your race should have nothing nothing to do with it. Like I don't I don't understand why people pull this card, and it's kind of racist to exclude yeah. a certain demographic while also from taking to, their money exactly from wanting to listen to and appreciate your music. I think isn't it kind of a step forward that people of all backgrounds want to listen yes. to your music as a black woman? I feel like that's that's kind um, of good. That's imagine <laughs> what she would say if. Only black people listen to her music. Right. It would be racism. I well, white so. people don't want to listen. It's just like what that guy, Billy Eichner, said about that gay movie Bros. Yeah. That white uh, straight people weren't going to see it because of homophobia. It's like, okay, so wait a minute. So how are we supposed to do this? We're supposed to enjoy the art that you make that because it art doesn't have to represent no. me. Like I doesn't you don't need to no, look you exactly can, like you me. can appreciate it. Exactly. Yeah. It's like a story into someone else's life. Cool. But not if they're black, because I'm not black, so you're not making the music for me, I can't enjoy it. I can't take a peer into your culture to not even your culture, your personal life, Lizzo. Yeah. Like you're an individual. Yeah, you're. I'm experience. not allowed to enjoy the music that you make from your lived experience because you have a different skin color than me. And like, we don't choose our skin color. That's colors. literally racism. That's racism. It's literally and like racism. you don't choose your skin color, but you do choose who you want to li like listen to yeah. and what art you want to watch and partake in. And she's literally spitting in the face of any white person who's ever bought a ticket to her show or bought any of her music. Yeah, and it's like as human beings, we can connect with other human beings. Like where you come from doesn't necessarily matter. I think we can all find common ground regardless of our ethnicity, our sex, our age, or whatever. You can connect with people. And if you can't, there's something wrong with you. Something wrong with you. And then she also kind of, obviously, there was controversy because a while back she was uh, given founding father James Madison's 200-year-old crystal flute to play in Washington, D.C. Uh, and she she believes that her comment re regarding all that is that there's still so much progress to be made for black women in America because her playing that flute courted some controversy. And it's like, I think people were mad because you were playing a f like a like a priceless instrument on stage yeah. twerking naked. I think that's why people were mad. Yes, it's, it's just like when Kim Kardashian wore Marilyn Monroe's dress. It yeah. wasn't like, oh, where's the racism in that? Yeah. It was just like, please don't destroy a piece of history. Yeah, yeah, please don't please, drop please. it, Lizzo, while you're twerking. Yeah. You know? I think that's where the concern came from. It has nothing to do with your race. Yeah. Nothing. Literally nothing. And if it if it does for some people, those people are just racist and yeah. they make up a very small percentage of humanity and no one really cares about them. No, and nobody But like that's not the majority of the criticism. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyways. And then of course she goes on to say that she wears skimpy outfits on stage to be political and feminist. But please don't hypersexualize yeah. her. Yes. No. So that's why it's so funny that these two articles are like they were both recently published because it's like and she addresses it, too. She literally addresses that. So she says, um, when it's sexual, it's mine, the yeah. rapper says. But when it's sexualized, someone is doing it to me or taking it from me. Black women are hypersexualized all the time and masculinized simultaneously. Yeah. What? Yeah. So it's like I put on a clown nose and clown makeup and a clown wig. And I walk around and I'm like, I'm a clown. Yeah. And then you're like, you're a clown. I'm like, don't you. Yeah. Don't you take this from me. Like. Yeah. What? It doesn't Lizzo? make sense. And then she, what? she also goes on to say that twerking is a black woman thing. It's like, imagine if I was said something about this being a white person only thing. 
Everyone would try to cancel me. Everyone would try to cancel me because there's no such thing as a black person thing or a white person thing. There's just things that people do. Okay, Miley twerks too. I'm just saying. Like she not as well. She's not great, but she yeah. twerks. Yeah. You know, God bless her. Yeah. There are there are like, you know, some sad white girls twerking out there yes. where it's like you don't but there are some white girls can twerk. Yeah, some girl, some white girls can twerk. I just think it's racist to say that one thing is a black person thing and it another is. thing it's is a white racist. person thing. It's literally racist. Like, we're all unique. We have unique interests. We should be allowed to participate in things outside of what society deems as culturally appropriate. And what about black women who can't twerk or yeah. don't want to twerk? Yeah. Like, I don't think Candace Owens not... is twerking. Yeah. You know? I, mean, I don't know. If she Maybe is. God she bless. Is. Yeah. I don't know. It's She's married. It's just... Um, Oh, yeah. She also says, in my eyes, to have me, a full-figured dancer, wearing leotards, showing and celebrating curves and being Olympian in strength and endurance and flexibility, oh. yada, yada, yada. I'm like, walk it back. Yeah. Olympian. Olympian. In strength and flexibility. Like, the ego on you. Yeah. Factually incorrect. Yeah, but she's so held back by society. Clearly, yeah. Clearly no, she's, she's so oppressed. She's, she's like, I'm an Olympian. Oppressed. It's like, you're yeah. delusional. Like, she's literally just deporting her. Yeah. Jet. She's like, I'm an Olympian. Look at my big fat ass. Oh, uh, poor she, me. Poor yeah, me. It's yes. just like, well, I really want my life to be as hard as Lizzo's. Yeah. Let me tell you. Yeah. Okay. Um, we should move on, yes, I guess. Let's move on. So, uh, porn is actually making people dumber. Mm. Here's the science to prove it. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So, so do you want to read this? Sure. Okay. This <laughs> statistics show that the average age of porn exposure is 13 years old, an age we all know hosts a still developing brain. Studies on porn and mental health are still relatively new venture, but already we're seeing evidence of the danger, dangerous side effects that partner pornography. That was hard for me. I'm apologizing. You're good. Um, they go on to say research, research shows that pornography increases dopamine in the human brain the same way that other ad addictive substances do. Like these sub substances, your brain grows immune to the amount it's accustomed to and therefore needs higher, heavier doses of the same source to maintain the dopamine reward system, in this case, porn. Which we've talked about We've before. talked about this. You have to keep upping it and watching grosser and grosser stuff. To get yeah. off. Um, I think it's important to note here at the very like later in the article, they say children have an underdeveloped prefrontal cortex, which provides poor impulsive decision making and difficulty regulating emotions. In adults, deteriorative, 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 deteriorated prefrontal cortex is called hyperfrontility. A fancy way of saying the part of your brain that helps make moral decisions and controls urges is eroding away. Porn use has shown to decrease the amount of gray area in your prefrontal cortex, decreasing your ability to make rational decisions and moral justifications. That was real hard. There's a lot you. there. I think yeah. what's kind of interesting uh, in a bad way, a scary interesting, is that if kids are being exposed to this at such a young age, and let's say they develop an addiction, that means that we're, the generation to come who is addicted to this is going to be really freaking dumb. Mm -hmm. And that's a little scary as they are the future uh, and hope of our yeah, society. <laughs> that's that's what's so messed up. So even in an adult brain, if you're deteriorating your prefrontal cortex, you're basically reverting your brain to a childlike state. But what happens when it's an actual child's brain? Like, like they say, yeah, the average age of a porn exposure is 13 years yeah. old. So if you're not even, you don't even have a developed prefrontal cortex yet and you're already stunting and exactly. deteriorating it, like what are you, a monkey? Yeah, it's just really scary to think of the long-term implications of this. Yeah. And I guess we just don't know yet. Or maybe we do and we just need to dive 
into this further. I mean, we've talked, we, we had a whole episode kind of talking about porn and just how detrimental it is to so many aspects of people's lives. But I think there's just so much stupidity in the world that we don't need any more of we it. We don't, yeah. So even maybe, just like putting aside like any ethical arguments or yeah. moral arguments on porn, like just the fact that it's going to mess up your brain yeah. is a good reason to avoid it. But like it's the kids who don't care about that yeah well of course they don't care yeah and you they're know, the ones who are gonna consume porn and it's gonna be the most detrimental to their brains yeah so uh <sighs> good luck good luck parents yeah um monitor what your kids do online yeah okay all right speaking of more hypersexualization scarlett johansson recalls being hypersexualized as a young actress so she says, I kind of became objectified and pigeonholed in this way where I felt like I wasn't getting offers for work for things that I wanted to do. I remember thinking to myself, I think people think I'm 40 years old. It somehow stopped being something. I somehow stopped being something that was desirable and something. Uh, oh, sorry. It somehow stopped being something that was desirable and something I was fighting against. So basically, everyone just thought she was a lot older. Yeah. And she actually was because she I guess her she's been acting since she was a kid, but her breakout role was in uh, Lost in Translation, where she was playing a 22-year-old at only 17. I had no idea she Me was so either. young. Which is kind of weird. If you I know. think about the story, I don't know if you've I never, seen the movie. I never saw the movie, but I remember seeing the commercials and stuff, and I was like, in no way do I think this person's 17. Yeah, it's crazy. And she, I, I mean, Americans to me always look older than they actually are, but... I mean, she hasn't aged since then, in my yeah. opinion. She looks incredible. But yeah. I, I do agree with her, like, and especially because a lot of, like, she's been known to be kind of a sex symbol in Hollywood. Yeah. And it's kind of not her fault in the way because so many female roles have always just been sexual. Like, she's the hot girl. She's the sexy girl. Mm -hmm. There haven't, hasn't really been much diversity for women in Hollywood un until now, yeah. I guess. Like, it's yeah. really, the like, the the field is leveling out mm -hmm. a little bit for men and women, but. Yeah, I think for me, her my favorite um, role she ever did was A Marriage Story. Me too. And it, she was not sexualized in that movie at no. all. She had short hair, she wore sweaters the whole time, and she, she was, was incredible. incredible. She was, it I was love an that acting movie so challenge for her. Oh, it's yeah. so sad. Yeah, I love it so much yeah. though. But it's and probably I love Adam movies. Driver. Yeah, he's mm. so great. But no, yeah. it's a great movie. And like, um, the point is, is now, things are starting to change, but yeah. Hollywood has been a gross place since its inception. And it's like, it's not like, oh, you're in Hollywood, so you deserve it. But it's like, when you enter into Hollywood as a young, beautiful actress, like, yeah, it's, whew. Well, and it's funny because of the double standard as well. I mean, women have to be sexy and slender and perfect. Meanwhile, their co-stars are ugly and chubby. Yeah, and, and you wrinkled know, and they get older and older, but the right. women keep getting younger and And we're younger. expected to believe that they actually, these characters are supposed to be in love, like in yeah. Lost in Translation with Bill Murray and Scarlett Johansson, <laughs> who's literally a teenager. It's like, Sorry. she would never date him in real life. No, and I didn't see this movie, but there's a new movie with Ben Affleck and Anna de Armas, and it's like, give me a friggin' break. Apparently they dated in real life. Oh, gross. Yeah, weird. Gross. Come on, Ben. Yeah, um, Yeah. I mean, it, it's good that the pendulum is swinging. I, I agree with her. I think women have just always been put in a box for some reason in Hollywood, and hopefully it continues to progress. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Speaking Paris of uh, people in Hollywood who were sexualized, it's actually much, much worse than that. Paris Hilton claims she was sexually abused at boarding school as a teenager. Um, so some people may be aware already of all of her allegations against Provo Canyon School, which was a boarding school um, that she was sent to. To it was also more than a boarding school; it was like a like a reforming school. Yeah, sort of. She was a yeah. bad girl. Yeah. Um, certain things like 
not letting her talk to her parents and emotionally and verbally abusing them. I've heard those allegations before, but what I didn't hear uh, was this story that she claims she was woken up. uh, She, her and other girls were repeatedly woken up in the middle of the night by a male staff member taken to a medical facility, put on a table and had cervical checks done on them by someone who was not a doctor at all against their will being held down while screaming out. Um, that's horrific. That's yeah. like something from literally like American horror story. Yeah. Well, and what's even scarier is, you know, they, they take away your phone if you try yeah. to talk to your parents about it. And it's like, well, then who do you go to? Yeah. I mean, that's so scary for a child. Like, what is yeah. it, what is a child to do? You're just trapped in this like prison and you can't even call your mom and dad yeah, to and tell them what's happening. And there's gaslighting going on yeah. as well because they would say like, oh no, this is normal. You have, this is a cervical check. You need this. But it's like, as she grew up, Paris Hilton was like, that was sexual abuse. Yeah. That was not a medical professional. I did not. You don't need m- multiple cervical checks as a young girl. No. It's just not something. In, yeah. You don't need you don't need that at all. No. Actually, until you're an adult or yeah. sexually active. Um, I mean, I'm really appreciative of her for coming out mm-hmm. about this because, I mean, Hollywood, we've talked about this before, and society in general just hates kids. So if she's coming out in defense of kids and and trying to combat them being sexualized and I mean you just don't sexualize kids but just the, this is so beyond no. inappropriate yeah. so I appreciate her coming out in yeah. their defense because no one wants to in 2022 yeah you know yeah um, and she's not getting anything out of this no other than reliving trauma yeah which I'm sure has been yeah. very painful for her exactly. I mean she did she talked about this on her show Paris in Love which is about her uh leading up to her wedding which she got married last year and even just like having to deal with this with her mom who kind of seemed to be in denial about the whole thing I'm just coming to terms with all that I just feel like it's a lot so I mean Mm -hmm. good for her and I think it speaks to the importance of communicating with your children Mm -hmm. you know like parents need to keep close tabs absolutely and especially because this is not an isolated incident it's not just Paris Hilton it's hundreds of people are coming out talking about this particular school and other similar facilities that are like military schools or reforming schools for kids. Like I went to a um, a boarding school. They did not do that to us. Yeah, so that's good. There, yes. So it's like that's not normal behavior, but it is happening on a wide scale. And yeah. the fact that someone as famous as Paris Hilton is talking about it, maybe we can pr- exactly like not just that like protect children yeah. in the future and talk about this openly. And again just reiterating what you just said, like communicate with your children, ask them what's going on. Like if you're not able to contact your child at school, yeah. find out why, Yeah, because maybe something terrible is happening to them. Yeah. And, it, and I'm not saying like be a helicopter parent, No, but, but you should be able to talk to them. Yeah. Like if your kid's going through something or dealing with something, it is on you as a parent, I think, to be there and to try to help them manage that mm-hmm. or, you know, pull them out of a dangerous situation. Yeah. Uh, terrible stuff. Yeah. Crazy stuff. It gets crazier. Yeah. Um, Next Reddit. Okie dokie. So promoting pedophilia and restricting free speech, the dark side of Reddit. Mm-hmm. So for those of you who don't know, it was founded in 2005 by a pair of college roommates. Reddit was created to be the front page of the internet where users could share and view text posts, images, and links about anything and everything. And I don't use Reddit, but it's anonymous, right? Um, you create an account. So yeah, it's... You can be anonymous. You Most people don't use their names. Okay. Yeah. Right. It's pretty anonymous, yeah. And and it's really easy to create a like a burner account. Like, okay. So people will often post things that are like, oh, I have a I want to talk about sexual abuse. So they're right. like, this is a burner account. Like this is Right. Yeah. Okay. 
So over the over time, the site evolved to become more organized and accessible than the typical general image board that it started as with an update in 2008 that gave users the ability to create communities known as subreddits dedicated to anything, no matter how niche or mainstream. And then since then, there's been quite a few controversies, mm-hmm. quite a few. Yeah. Um, so in 2011, the site was reportedly allowing subreddits dedicated to sharing pictures of underage girls. And it took months of controversy around the former and the emergence of the latter, so the uh, subreddits are are jailbait and are preteen girls. It's disgusting. Yeah, for so it took a long time for site admins to take action around removing these subreddits and changing their policy to ban suggestive or sexual content featuring minors. What is so interesting about that is that those moderators—they're not the exact same people, but there are moderators on these subreddits who manage the the, the subreddits content? exactly, right. and they'll take away offensive stuff. It took them months to take away pictures of underage girls, but they will ban you for for being conservative in right 30 away. seconds or right. less. Like it's insane. Like unless you're on a specifically conservative board. board. Right. And let's not forget that the Donald was one of the biggest, most popular subreddits back in 2016. I and <laughs> people attribute a lot of Trump's success to the success of the Donald subreddit and they banned it for Something. Something. They hate, made something. They up. made something yeah. hateful, something racism or whatever. I was very actively involved on the Good Donald. Like they didn't post, but I was a lurker. Yeah. And I literally never saw anything racist on there. I wouldn't have of wanted to because that doesn't appeal to me. I no. know that there are things that are both post on that and probably somewhere like 4chan or or an uh, QAnon later on. Um, but through my experience, I didn't see a, it was positive. A, it was yeah. absolutely, it was very lib bashing, but none of it was racist. Yeah. But you, you'll shut that down in a second, but it'll take you months to shut down actual pedophilic content. This yeah. Very interesting. There's another example of a girl whose boyfriend posted revenge for revenge porn of her when they were like underage. She was only 16 at the time. And it, again, she had to go through all these hoops to try to prove that it was like, I guess, harmful to her or something. I mean, come on, come on. But yet, you, if you call someone a groomer, mm-hmm. you're out. Like, yeah. we talked about this on the show before. You're not allowed to call a spade a spade, but if there's revenge porn of an yeah. underage girl, you better you better prove it, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's, it's just, disgusting. It's, it's icky, and it's such a shame that the internet, it's come to this on the internet. Mm-hmm. I mean, I am in favor of regulating actually harmful content like i don't want to i don't want i don't think pedophiles should be allowed online i don't think we i don't want to see they should be allowed online because you never know who they are but like you shouldn't be allowed to post yeah like pedophile exactly yeah 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 and like no sexually explicit content of children nothing like that or you know there has to be a line there needs to be boundaries but like reddit like come on like you can't have it one like both ways if you're going to keep all this nasty stuff about you know pedos online then maybe you should keep the conservative content yeah. too then i like, don't know it's just so funny that you can't reddit ban the word groomers but you can literally groom yeah yeah like you're allowed to or exploit yeah exactly That's fine. i mean i'm sure subreddit is a great opportunity for creeps to come in and uh, inspire your children to mm-hmm. transition because that's what's going to make them happy. Yeah. Uh, it's just, ugh, I don't know. I don't think you should let your kids on Reddit. No, it's hypocritical of Reddit and it's hypocritical of our next topic. Yes. Uh, Emily Redikowski is called out for criticizing men who abuse women while reportedly dating Brad Pitt. So why? Why? 
background. Uh, currently, Angelina Jolie is filing charges against Brad Pitt for allegedly mentally and physically abusing her and her children. This is pretty serious allegations. Yeah. Like she's saying that Brad Pitt choked one of the children and struck another in the face, grabbed Jolie by the head and shook her. Additionally, it says that Pitt poured beer on Jolie and poured beer and red wine on the children. Now, this is all allegations. Yeah, there's no proof. But, this, been proven but she's yet. taking it to court. Yeah, she's taking him to court because of this. So it's pretty serious. <laughs> Um, it's interesting and really changes my mind about Brad Pitt. Um, but bringing back Rem Emily Ratajkowski, she has been calling out male abusers online in this post Me Too movement and how can men do better and yada, yada, yada. But then people are like fans of hers are like, aren't you dating Brad Pitt? Yeah. Like, it's like um... very hypocritical. It's like, it's just so removed from reality. Like maybe she knows for a fact that it's not true. It's not true. Yeah, I mean, we don't know. We, we don't, don't know. know. But I mean, at least, at least, be a little more subtle about exactly. it. Exactly. Or like maybe because there's an ongoing litigation, like maybe don't talk about some of the exact things that are happening in that. Yeah. Online, because you know people are going to bring it up. Like maybe just wait until that's over and he's been proven innocent. If that's what's yeah. going to happen, to be like, hey guys, like a. Uh, falsely accusing men of this and that is wrong and b like actually abusing men who are abusing women is wrong like there's a time and a place for that message and i agree with her like men should not be abusing women and like there is a huge problem like with men especially in hollywood like sexualizing women yeah. and taking advantage of women and making them do certain things for certain roles hello harvey weinstein yeah um it's just a who weird time a lot yeah um, fine call him out but it's just like I think, Do you have some information for us on the Brad Pitt thing, Emily, or not? Well, like, I mean, and we don't even, their relationship status is not official either. Mm -hmm. But I think it's why celebrities should keep their mouth shut. Because it's fine if you want to date Brad. Like, that's your choice. Like, But it's like you can't throw stones at other people if you want to date someone who has an alleged history of abuse. Like, it's just mm -hmm. not very feminist of you. Or, like, it's really not. Or come to his defense. Yeah. Like, if you have good, like, it's just like when Amber Heard was accusing Johnny Depp of et cetera or whatever, um, <clears throat> his ex- wife Kate Moss came to his defense yeah it's not like you have to shut up about the topic but it's like do you have information that would be pertinent to everyone yeah like maybe come and say like no there's absolutely no way that's true he never abused me he blah, blah, blah. yeah I mean if they're just starting to date she wouldn't really know would she um I guess so but not a great time to enter a relationship when someone's about to enter a court battle yeah I don't know Emily yeah Emily. I mean maybe you just maybe she knows that he's uh all, like hitting the t the tabloids are after him right now, and she just wants more attention. I don't know. Well, yes. Sorry to say, but perhaps she, she kind of loves being in the news. She does. Well, that's actually our part of our next one. story. Yes. Similar situation. So, uh, has bisexuality become a trend? Mm. Yes. Three female celebrities have come out as bisexual just this past week. So, it all started when a bisexual TikToker asked her audience if you identify as bisexual, do you own a green velvet couch? I don't understand. I don't get it either. Shay Mitchell responded with a video of her laying down on, you guessed it, a green velvet couch. Emily Ratajkowski decided to hop on the trend by showing off her similar couch in her newest TikTok vid. Um, I think a green velvet couch sounds gorgeous. Yeah, I don't get it, what that has to do with your I, sexuality. Someone please, please tell us My, what... I don't I, I yeah please write it in the comments but and then uh, Madonna raised even more questions when she posted a rather bizarre video on her TikTok the 65 year old's video read if I miss I'm gay the material girl singer then proceeds to throw a pair of pink undies in the trash but misses maybe you just missed okay but my favorite thing about all of these people is that 
they all have children and they've never dated women before that we know of. Well, I think that I saw online that people were saying Shay Mitchell has always been like lesbian or bisexual. She I, played I a know. lesbian in Pretty Little Liars. Okay, fair enough. I don't know who she is. I'm super old. She's an But actor. I'm not so yeah. old that I know the next one because people are saying that Madonna has been like bisexual since the 80s. Perhaps. Okay. She did kiss Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera on stage years ago. Um, so those two, like two or three, may have had a history in the past. Like that's what the internet is saying. They both are like, those two have had a history of being sexually ambiguous in the past. But Emily Ratajkowski... I don't you're dating Brad Pitt but you're bisexual and you have a daughter or sorry son newly separated I don't know about (sighs) she's just my thing is she's she's just want she's pulling a Demi Lovato yeah and she wants to be in the news because maybe I don't know she's still beautiful of course but like me as a model once you start reaching a certain age it's kind of like over for you either have to to host a reality show about fashion or (laughs) you're kind of done for so you're trying to stay in the Well, it's just a way for people to, like, people use these labels and they apply them to their lives so that they can stay cool and trendy. And it's a way, I mean, being a victim or being a part of the oppressed class is so trendy in Mm -hmm. 2022. Um, So these people do it to gain points, to get get clout. And I just think it's wrong. Mm -hmm. But did you see this part of the article where they saying, according to a Gallup survey, 72% of Gen Zers identify as bisexual? Yeah, with women being more likely than men to have a preference for both genders. But it, do you think they genuinely are bisexual, no. though? I think no. it's, again, it's just... 72%. It's contagion. It's contagion. It's just like... It's just like... I don't want to get graphic here, but, like, women are more sexual... Like, more likely to be sexual with other women in a non-sexual way. You know what I mean? Like, right. holding hands, Snuggling. cuddling. I used to cuddle with my friends in high school. Like, I could be like, oh, I'm gay. Yeah. Because we used to cuddle. Like, yeah. But you're not no sexually attracted exactly, to your friends. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But girls will do that. Girls will make out with other girls in front of guys for attention. Like that doesn't make you a lesbian or bisexual. Yeah. It happens all the time. There are actual bisexual and lesbian women who will be like, You're doing that for attention, you're doing that because you're young or whatever. Like yeah. linking arms when you're like boys don't do that kind no, of stuff. But so being like being gay is not an accessory. Like no, you can't it's not. just take it it's on. It's not and an off. identity either. No, it's not. It's I mean, you can't, you just can't do that. It's not, it's not how it's done. It's not how it's done. And I don't know. No, I don't know. And it's embarrassing for someone, Emily Ratajkowski's age. I don't know how old she is, but I know she's probably in her thirties or approaching her thirties to be like, oh yeah, I'm gay too. It's like, it kind of reminded me of something else though. You know how everyone always talks about, like, especially Teen Vogue, they always talk about how it's so hard for LGBTQ people to come out and all this stuff still in 2022 and yet all these people are coming out i know and they're like yay as if it's like the easiest thing in the world it's like yeah maybe it was difficult a few years ago but goodness gracious right now it's like just getting a new car yeah going to the dentist it's like oh i kissed a girl in high school i'm gay and everyone's like yay Yay. oh my god yay good for you it's like kind of interesting i don't know yeah anyways labels next Um, one this is from teen vogue as well uh sorry not I think we have another Teen Vogue article. We do. Yes, okay. So Latin versus Latinx, what young people of Latin American descent think of these terms? (laughs) Uh, I just wanted to read this one thing. Yes. Um, So it says, the exact origins of Latinx are unclear, but it's been used online since the early 2000s. The term which bucks the gender traditions of (laughs) Spanish language has become particularly popular among queer Latin Americans. I just think it's funny where they're like, 
it's like there's no better way to celebrate Latin culture than to throw away one of the oldest traditions yeah. that they have, yeah, which just, is their language. Yeah, changing the <laughs> definitions of yeah. words. My favorite is this part. In a 2020 survey, the Pew Research Center found that Latinx is used by just 3% of Latin Americans in the U.S. Some feel it contorts the Spanish language, while mm. others don't believe in adopting a term that's fairly difficult to pronounce in Spanish. Others may, be, <laughs> others may be hesitant to use a term that embraces gender fluidity, though polls show that most Latin Americans in the U.S. are accepting of LGBTQ people. So literally Latin people are not using these terms. So who is it? It's white liberals. It's white liberals. Come on, you guys. Guys. Come on. Guys. Like, just let, like, leave it alone. Whoa. Leave it alone. There's like three Latin people in the in the world who are using these terms. I'm sorry. I'm not going to pander to the, the 3%. No. I'm not. No. I'm not doing it. No. Um, anyway. Yeah. Okay. This is a great article. Also from Teen Vogue. Yes. This is, this was eye-opening. This was shocking and eye-opening. So oh, what is, really is demisexual? Find out what demisexual is and what it means. So I'm like, oh, demisexual probably means some BS. Like, oh, I'm like half this, half that, like whatever. You're um, attracted to Demi Lovato. Yes, exactly. No. <laughs> Demi Lovato should be demisexual, if any, if anything. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it makes sense. She's a narcissist. So yes, <laughs> exactly. I'm demisexual. I'm, I'm, I'm only attracted sexual. to myself. Yeah. So okay. So this. Um, article is around like follows a column called down to find out which is some people write in questions I guess um, so here's one of the questions that was written in a lot of my friends at college are okay with having casual sex but I really don't enjoy hooking up unless I have strong feelings for a guy am I demisexual no it's called you're a woman <laughs> it's called your natural instinct um so basically so, okay, so the actual definition of demisexual, according to some rando on the internet hey, it's years a ago. Source, yeah, come yeah. on. So come apparently, on. some random person on the internet created this term, and it means someone who can only experience sexual attraction or desire after an emotional bond has been formed. So, like a regular person. Yeah. No, literally, most people are like this. Like literally, literally. So, so they had they've turned they've coined the term slut to describe the opposite, but now they're trying to make not a slut yeah a thing like you you're not a slut that's so weird dog like that's yeah. so weird you can you only want to have sex with someone that you like that's well, crazy and you're we, a demisexual we talked about this when we talked about that our author louise perry and her book all about oh, nice. I remember her name. <laughs> yeah for once i remembered her name uh she wrote a book basically about the sexual revolution and how it's all a scam but basically like the women are told by society that casual sex is satisfying and empowering and a lot of women are now realizing that oh that actually defies my nature i'm not enjoying having sex like they're a man. all demisexual yeah. <laughs> every single one of them exactly and it's because our society has to put everybody into a box, which is so limiting and yeah. sad. And I, I, oh, it just drives me nuts. But it's like, no, man, these women are just women. Like, they're just regular women yeah. who are just, you know, honoring nature. Yeah. So the prefix demi actually means half of. So basically, you're only half a sexual being <laughs> if you're not DTF anybody that you come across. So I am demisexual. Yeah. Are you? I am also demisexual. So we're, so we're I coming no out. Idea. We're I had no idea. Guys, and now, wait, am I queer? Does that make me queer? I think it means that there's a lot that we need to unpack I here. think I need to get a rainbow flag. I need to, I need to rethink some stuff I, because I didn't even realize that 
I'm part of the community, you guys. Guys, we're coming out. Oh we my are god. Coming out this as is so demisexual. Exciting. Um great. Thank you. You're so, so brave. Wow. Thank you you're so much. So my parents are gonna be really proud. <laughs> um, or are they gonna get rid of you because you're now like Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, I'm something this, this is controversial. This is hard. I should have thought this through yeah. before coming out on yeah. the show. Okay. Um anyway, I just think it's funny because they they talk about how there needs to be a deep intrinsic sexual spark. Uh, yeah. And it's like, that's called having standards too. Like yeah. there's, it's okay to not want to bone every person you meet or yeah, see. Yeah, like that's weird. That's weird. Like it's, <laughs> That's weird. Isn't that like a sexaholic? Yeah, like a like, sex addict. Like I'll have sex with anyone. Like I mean, that's the new normal. Yeah. And if you're not thing. that, you're a demisexual. Yeah, which is the only old half. normal. Only ha And you're only half. You're not even a full whole sexual being. You're only half because yeah. you're not willing to just... Yeah, throw down with anyone in the street. Oh, well. I think it's kind of sad, though. <laughs> this makes me a little bit sad that people think they need to slap label a themselves. label on yeah, it. Like, it's like, no, that's just who you are. You're like, just not a slut. Yeah, you're just a you're just a good girl, and you're going to kick ass. I love it. You're, yeah. you're, you're actually saving yourself a lot of heartbreak and yeah. harm as a young mm -hmm. person. And a lot so. of trips to the clinic. Yeah, so good for you. You're STD-free. Anyway, anyways, I guess that's the shirt. I think that's the shirt. That's the shirt. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Congratulations to Kat for coming out as and, demisexual. And congratulations to Nat. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> you were so brave. Coming out. Uh, as you know, this show airs every weekday at 7 p.m. Eastern time on Rebel News Plus. Go to misunderstoodshow.ca to subscribe today. Only eight bucks a month. Other shows come with that package and some documentaries, too. Oh, yeah. We know why you're really signing up. It's because of these demisexuals. These demisexuals. <laughs> <laughs> and if you haven't yet subscribed to Rebel News Plus, that's okay because you can still listen, Heller, to the show every Tuesday when it comes out at 7 p.m. on all your favorite streaming platforms. But you missed this. You don't get that. You don't, you don't get, get to, to see, see these demisexual yeah, these, beauties. Exactly. Um, and then on Saturdays, we post the whole show in all its glory uh, to YouTube, Rumble, Odyssey, so you can watch it for free. For free. So follow us on all those platforms. Subscribe to those channels. Yeah. Um, and we'd like to make a little extra money for Rebel News to keep things rolling here. Keep things rolling. Because we, we have journalists lights. out there doing all sorts of cool stuff. Yeah. We need to, we need, first of all, we need more lights. Yeah. But also to pay. We're getting old. For the, for the other people. Yeah, the other people too. Yeah. They're really great. Like Alexa. They're doing great. Yeah, we, lo we love them. Whatever. Yeah. They're okay. amazing. Yeah. Okay. And follow us on social media. Please. Twitter. Please. Instagram. Turk Turk. That's TikTok. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, if you're coming out as demisexual too, please let oh my God, us yeah. know. We'd Guys, love to hear your coming out story. We would love to hear it. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye.